Pastor Mike McCoy, welcoming you to the Time of Truth. Or 2 Peter chapter number 1, I'm going to read here just a few verses. Well, actually about, about eight verses to give you this. Some things to add to faith. Yeah, we need to add some things to faith. And, and we can't, you can't add these, you can't add these in yourself or by yourself. It's, it's things that, that we do, we do in our, in our spiritual walk, but it takes the power of the Holy Ghost in order for us to be able to do these things. And Second uh, Peter, now the, the, the theme of this letter is in the last verse. And it tells us to grow in grace. So that's what this is. He closes it that way, but he opens it this way, telling us to add some things to our faith. And so let's look at Second uh, Peter chapter 1, verse number 1. Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith. That'd be us. With us through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of our of Jesus our Lord. So if we're going to have these things multiplied to us, we know that it's got to be through knowledge, through knowing, through understand. And we grow in grace and knowledge. So we're growing in that. We're growing in these graces they're added to us, and when we do that, and it, it, it's multiplied through the knowledge, according as his divine power hath given, there it is, how, how do we do that? His divine power. It's not within us, Brother Junior. This flesh is weak, terribly weak. But accor according as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. He's not left one thing out. He's given us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. Now, whereby are given to us exceeding great and precious promises that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature. Having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. And beside this, giving all diligence, here we go, seven things quickly. Add to your faith virtue. Now, virtue, virtue here isn't the, the uh, excellence in, in morality and things that we often think of it. The, virtue here, and I can't pronounce the Greek word, but it means manliness. It means strength. So you add to this manliness. Girls, you can do it too. And there's no gender perversion included in this, okay? So we add to our faith virtue. Manliness. Manliness. In other words, standing. Standing. Paul said it like this. Contend. Well, I think he wrote Hebrews. Contend for the faith. We contend for the faith. Manliness. We, we, we stand up. There's some things we need to stand up for. And there's some things we need to stand up against. How do we do that? We do that by faith and we have it through virtue. We add that to our faith. How do we do that? By the divine power. Amen. You still with me? Yes. Okay. And to virtue knowledge. 
Knowledge here is simply knowing. Knowing the things we know. I like this. I read this out of McGee. McGee said it like this. He said, I used to say, I believe it. He said, now I say, I know it. Yeah. He said, well, is it believing, knowing? Well, not really, but yes. But we know it. You know you have passed from what? Praise God. We know these things you may know. Yeah, there's some things we know. We add that knowledge to our virtue. So to our manliness, we add this knowledge, this knowing what we need to do, how we need to do it. So then after we do that, at, whereby, let me find a place, virtue and virtue knowledge and to knowledge temperance. Now, temperance is simply self-control. Just self-control. Uh, that's a hard order. Why? Because the flesh is weak. I already said it. And it's, it's, when somebody's talked bad about your kids or your coon dog or something, you know, tell you, and this used to be, people were fanatical about this in this area. If you drove a Ford, they hated you. Or if you drove a Chevy, the Ford guys thought you was lost your mind and, and, and just didn't. I mean, they'd speak one against the other, get them all upset. This self-control. Jesus said to pray for them that despitefully use you. Now we adding, we're adding this to our faith. How does that, what is that? That helps us grow in grace. We're adding this, we're saved by grace through faith. Two-part equation. Are you still with me? So we're adding this, we're adding this temperance, self-control, and to temperance, patience. Isn't that one and the same? No, no. Patience here means this. Cheerful endurance. That's a hard one, Jimmy. Cheerful endurance. That's what that word means. So not only are we to endure, endure, but we're to be cheerful. Cheerfully enduring. What is that? The things, listen, something that's pleasant and you love and, and, and you enjoy, there's no enduring that. You enjoy that. But the things you don't like, and people are included in that. Oh yeah, don't get too spiritual. We just come through the holidays. Cheerfully enduring. That one belligerent one that can't keep their mouth shut and they show how foolish they are because they can't quit talking and they won't listen to anything and they know everything there is to know anything about everything that was ever made. Cheerfully endure that. What do we add to? We add that to our faith. We add that to our faith. Hey, there's family members that can't get along. They can't get along with their own family. You need to kiss and make up. Yeah. Need to kiss and make up. Why? You, you're not going to grow. That You may have grown into three of these or four. You're not going to get past that one until you get to where you need to be. And that's cheerfully enduring whatever they've done to you. Just lost half of you right there. You must have some bad family members. And the patience, godliness, that just, that is simple, it, 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 it is this, it's, it's piety, but it's holiness. It's godlike. Now, I'll never be, I'll never be what he is, but when he shall appear, I shall be like him. 
I'm a far cry from that right now, and you are too. We're a far cry from that. But when he shall appear, when he shall appear, I, listen, I failed him my last time when he appears. We'll be changed in the moment, the twinkling of the eye. The corruptible must put on incorruption. This mortal must put on immortality. And then when I'm like him, when I get in that glorified body, hallelujah, no more failures. Isn't that good? And to godliness, brotherly kindness. Now that's, that's the word here, and I'm not trying to pronounce it, but it means fraternal affection, loving the family. The, and this is particular to the family of God. We love the family of God. Look, now, if there's mainstream denominations that I'm for. They're, they're not, they don't, we don't see everything eye to eye, but I love them people. I believe they're as saved as anybody's ever been. I believe that's going to train wreck a few, but I believe it's possible for Catholics to be saved. All they got to do, what must I do to be saved? Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, not the Pope. No hope in the Pope. Mary, Mary can't do anything for you. Don't pray to her, she's dead. Can't do nothing. Oh, but Jesus. If they've trusted in him, I told a Baptist guy that one time, he just disagreed. No way, they can't do it. I said, if they believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, they can't be. Paul said, I would not have you be ignorant, brethren. What does that mean? That means there's some brethren that were ignorant. He wouldn't have them be that way, but they were that way. He wrote them a letter to straighten them out. Tried to help them. All you got to do is read the book. Brotherly kindness. And to brotherly kindness, that fraternal affection, charity, which is love. I, and that's just, how the, that's just how the King's Bunch translated charity. At that time, when that was put in there, every, all these guys knew what that meant. Today, we think it means buying somebody a coat that doesn't have one. Or uh, buy them a meal or give them a car or do something. But it means love. And it means strong love. And that's another lesson. For it, watch this. For if these things be in you, be in you, and abound, not just in you, not just surface, but in you and abounding. Abounding means to continual excel or add to. So we're abounding. One guy said it like this. He said, he said Peter's writing about multiplication right here. He said, there's no subtraction in these verses. Multiplying. For if these things be you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. He that winneth souls is wise. If we're lacking some of these, good chance we're not abounding the way the Lord would have us abound. Because he said, for if these things, he didn't say if this thing, things. He's given us seven things here. What is seven in the Bible? Perfect, perfection and completion, that's right, A+. Plus. So we know that. So if we've got these seven things added to our faith, there's going to be a, there's going to be a condition, then there's something that, that happens because of that. What is that? That they make you, that you shall neither be unbearing nor unfruitful in the knowledge, the knowing. Here's, here's, 
Now, we use knowledge up here, and I just got this today. I never had caught this before. Knowledge, in verse number three, through the knowledge of him, knowing, the word means knowing, but knowledge in verse number eight, fruitful in the knowledge, knowledge in verse number eight means this, full discernment. Full discernment. Understanding. There's not that, there's not that part. Well, I just don't get that. No, we get these things added to our faith. He said, here's, we will not be unfruitful in it. What in unfruitful in what? Full discernment. Now, I, I know that discernment's a gift. I, I understand that. And not everybody's discerning. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, what? When, when it's hallelujah land, take it for somebody that's preached a couple of revivals. When, uh, when the spirit of God's rolling and the song and the group won't quit. Because it's easy singing and they're getting blessed and everybody's getting blessed. But they're going to sing it until the blessing's gone. And then when it's dead as a wedge, they say, now come on preacher. And you're thinking, you should have asked me up there 10 minutes ago while the wind was blowing and the fire was burning. But then you have to go up there and try to stoke the fire again, depend on God to get them wound back up. And sometimes when the wind comes through, the storm's over. Not everybody, but there's nobody, there's no one. If you've added these seven things to your faith, you have full discernment. You have that knowledge. You have that understanding. You know what you're doing. You know what God's doing. You have the understanding. You have the piety, the holiness. You have, you have the manliness. You know how to stand. The knowledge you know. Temperance, you have self-control. Patience, cheerful endurance. Godliness, piety or holiness. Kindness means fraternal affection. Loving the brethren. Charity is true love, a strong love. And then finally, we would come to full discernment. We need that in our churches today. He would have us, he would have us to add these things to our faith in our Christian walk. And then we will not be barren and we will not be unfruitful. Father, we love you and thank you for the things that we need to add to our faith. Help us, Lord. Help me, Lord. Add these things to my faith. And help me grow in that grace and in that knowledge. Give us full discernment, not partial, Lord. Let us be fully discerning and understanding and, and abiding and abounding in the things of God and for the glory of God. Now, bless our business. Touch us with your power. I thank you for it. I ask it in my king's name, Jesus. Amen and amen. Pastor Mike McCoy, thanking you for joining us at the time of truth.